Hello, my name is Sydney. And my name is Erica. And this is Let's Get Civil. The topics we're going to cover for today are the ASE Career Fair. Some super important stuff if you want to get involved in campus and try to secure some internships during or after college. Yeah, definitely some really important stuff. Personally, I got my internship from Davis Career Fairs and honestly, such a great opportunity for civil engineers to come in and talk to people representing their companies. But to explain the career fair more in depth today, we're here with Fijia, our external VP. Hi, everyone. It's it's good to be back on the podcast. Um, yeah, so this year I'm the external vice president for ACE, um, which in the fall quarter, a big part of it is planning a career fair. Um, so that's most of the work I've been doing, and I'm super excited to chat with you all about it. Yeah. So, Frieza, when and where is this career fair going to take place? All right. So this is the time to take notes because it's going to be October 20th through 21st in the ARC Ballroom um, from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. There will be a little bit of a lunch break for companies from 12 to 1, so no networking then, but pretty much all day you can drop by any time in between classes. Um, it's also good to note that a lot of companies will be there on both days, but definitely not the majority of them. Um, so definitely like keep an eye on if there's a specific company you want to go to, mm -hmm. definitely try to go to a slot on either the Thursday or the Friday to make sure that you catch them. Um, but it is a two-day event, so definitely hoping that it fits with a lot of people's schedules. Um, uh -huh. and it, it's in partnership with uh, Chi Epsilon, so definitely a collaborative event as well. Oh. So like which companies are going to be there and what should people bring to the fair? Okay, so for the first part of the question, I'm a little bit hesitant to like name drop mm -hmm. companies, um, even though uh, registration has closed. Um, or actually, I think we're extending it a little bit um, just okay. because I think, you know, which company is enticing to someone is going to depend on what type of civil they're in. Um, mm -hmm. So to be a little bit general... Um, to not just be like, oh, like so-and-so is going to be there to try to get more people because I think definitely, um, like I know as someone who's a double major, I think I, I would be excited for a lot of water environmental firms to be there. But if someone's more into like uh, construction management or the transportation side, um, the companies I would be excited that they were there, they'd be like, oh, I don't want to go. Um, mm -hmm. So we do have definitely like a big range of companies. Um we have a lot of firms that are like big general silver firms. So there's going to be a little bit of everything there, which is super great. Um, and then we do have some pretty big contracting firms as well and all that construction management side. Um, and then a couple firms that are like structure specific, water specific, as well as geotech specific. So um, really something there for everyone in civil. Um, so that should be very exciting. Um, and then in terms of like specific company names, because I would recommend that you do some research before coming to the career fair so you are prepared. Um, all of our information will be starting to post about the companies on our Instagram. So make sure to follow that. I'm sure it'll be in the episode notes as well, um, as well as our um, website that should be updated with some of the company logos soon. Um, and then, yeah, so after that would definitely recommend like doing some Googling, just coming and prepared because companies can tell if you just walk up to them and are like, so uh, what do you do? Or if you like go up to a water like firm and you're like, I'm so interested in construction, that's <laughs> just not a good foot to start out on. So that kind of segues into the second part of the question, what people should bring. Um, definitely, uh, I would say some physical resume copies um, would highly recommend submitting um, an online copy as well. You can find that in the student guide that we posted. There should be QR codes um, either um, like up around campus or just in that student guide PDF as well. Um, 
And like in submitting your resume online ensures that the companies like don't end up losing it and also some additional interest. Um, so we'll do that online and then in-person things. So you have your little like kit when you come to the career fair and your little business casual attire. <laughs> um, and I think in terms of like less physical things, because ultimately um, mainly I think the networking is has to do a lot with the attitude and mindset you bring. So just being really mindful of that. Uh, I think we'll probably talk about it a little bit later in the episode as well, but just um, understanding that like, this is a great opportunity to network, but also um, a good opportunity for you to like learn more about companies and just like understanding the, the utility that you bring to the career fair, not just trying to like get an internship out of it, even though this is a really great place to look for internships. Um, just like lowering the the stress a little bit, um, I think will be helpful for everyone. Yeah, I also actually wanted to ask a few questions on top of this, just because some people who's listening to this podcast right now might be new to civil engineering, so they don't they mm-hmm. might not know like all the different things you can do within civil engineering. Because you were talking about how you could do water, transportation, construction. So I was wanting to ask you like, what are some like different fields of civil engineering that like a lot of these companies cover. Definitely, yeah. And I think I remember um, at one of the orientation panels, people were, were coming up and asking like what it meant to like do a breath or do a depth or like focusing in something because it's something I think a lot of operative students are really casual, like, oh, I'm doing transfer and structures. Uh, but when you come in as a freshman, I think you just think it's like, oh, civil engineering. So as you'll see, if you like look into the companies, um, a lot of them cover different aspects of the construction process. Um, or even just like the management process to continue our, you know, infrastructural systems, because that's a lot of what civil engineering is about. Um, So there's definitely bigger companies like um, that, like cover the whole construction process. So there's going to be something like uh, construction management, and then also like all the permitting process, which covers a lot of environmental regulations, Mm -hmm. just because of um, older legislation, like CEQA and stuff like that. and then also, like, if you're going to build anything, you need to make sure that it is on solid ground. So there are some geotechnical aspects of, like, foundationing. I'm not a geotech person, so I don't know a whole yeah. lot about this. It's nice that, like, a lot of these companies, they do, like, take all the different fields of civil engineering and, like, work together with them. Because personally, yeah. at the company I worked at as well, there was, like, a lot of different fields. There was water treatment, transportation, construction, geotech. And it was nice seeing how they all connected together. Just because, like, a lot of the times when you plan out, like, building things for example like you're gonna have to consider all of those aspects there are also definitely a lot of companies that like let you explore the different fields and let you um see how they work with the other um fields in civil engineering which I think is really cool definitely yeah I think a lot of like civil firms are since they are focused on like building things mm-hmm. the the amount of like cross-sectional work it takes to construct anything there will be an option either within the same firm or they'll contract more smaller specific firms, which will also, some of them will be at the career fair um, for you to get that experience. Um, And I definitely think it's super fine to like pick something that you would want to play around with in a little bit and then decide like, oh, wait, you know, maybe this really specific structures thing isn't for me. I want to do more general civil. Um, That's totally fine. And I, I am very confident that any like civil experience you get is going to be helpful for you in the future even if you don't go down that very specific route as kind of an overview that kind of like specificity and depth is really useful to 
you know, kind of get excited about a certain company and have something to talk to uh, if you're really passionate about something. But I wouldn't be too worried about trying to find something that matches specifically, like exactly to your major and class, like whole pathway, because it's it's going to be kind of, yeah, it's going to be useful no matter what. And there's going to be some like cross-discipline aspect. Yeah, no, literally, because I feel like that, sometimes I feel like that I still need to like pick a field I need to focus on because definitely I'm still like taking my time to choose a specific field I want to go into and the thing is that that's also what internships are for like if you like apply for an internship you have an internship over the summer you're able to explore like what you like what you don't like so definitely like it's no pressure for you to suddenly like pick up a field immediately but definitely it's a good thing to think about and just know because there's so many different things you can do in civil engineering and it's good to do something that you're passionate about or something that you're interested in so definitely take that into consideration and the career fair is perfect for you to explore these options collaborating off what Frija said and stuff like that like resumes and becoming prepared but from personal experience if you like had a hustle and bustle with last year's career fair and stuff because there's like mid-pack and competitions and all that stuff but yeah definitely bringing more than one resume to hand out to the booth like because you know there's multiple companies that they invite and you know that are looking for people and potential so I would say like um, six six seven resumes to print out just for each company and then you know try and stop by every booth because every booth has something a little golden gem in them and talking to every single person from each company is just a really good networking experience Mm -hmm. and you know as a as fellow double majors as you know it's nice (laughs) it's nice yeah like a a broad spectrum of what you want to do and you're just like oh I'm civil and environmental and they're like oh what do you want to focus and then you know some companies will work around with you and they'll try and like reach out and uh, accompany you with all this stuff but all in all I think it's a really good experience to like network in general which yeah to my next question but like what are are some advantages to attending the career fair and what networking opportunities have you secured oh I'm excited to get into this one um (laughs) but also just a little bit of another note about resumes um something I actually learned at the recent Whiting Turner resume workshop we hosted um the recruiters are really talking about how um, if you're super passionate about a company it can be helpful to create like a tailored resume for them but if you do that do not give it to the other companies and and really make sure that like if you are tailoring your resume for a specific company that it only goes to that company and you can have a more general one for other people um, because it's it's pretty clear when something is not specific and that's like kind of uh, unprofessional to as a as a move to do that um, but moving on to kind of networking and experiences you'll get from attending the career fair I think definitely first and foremost, um, like internship opportunities, it's a great way to interact with companies. Um, I actually got my summer internship at the Midpack Career Fair um, back in, I think, early March, no, later March, early April. Um, uh, But kind of on that as well, I think since this is October, um, I I think to come in with the mindset of like, oh, I'm going to leave here with an internship for summer is a little bit unrealistic, especially because I think a lot of companies don't work on the time scale where they're thinking about hiring summer internships, like summer interns at this moment. And so I think to come in with the more holistic mindset of um, an opportunity to either learn more about a specific company that you're interested in and really like having the opportunity to speak to someone who works there. And so having 
like more specific personal questions that you couldn't find on a website, um, asking them about their experience and just like having a talk with someone. I think just a career fair is a space um, for a one-on-one conversation for you to learn a little bit more about something that you could see in your future. Um, And then also I think um, networking is just a really great practice to get practice like um, talking about things you're interested in a professional way with other people um, and how that can kind of like help uh, how your interests can help guide the career pathways that you're looking for in civil engineering um, and to, to have that be a little bit more um, clear in your mind if you talk about the career pathways that like can stem from maybe the classes you're taking because I think a lot of the times in university um, you're so focused on coursework it's harder to get that bigger picture and so it's a really great um, opportunity to that as well. I did want to go off of what you were talking about how like um, the bigger picture right because the thing is mm-hmm. that in yeah university you do learn like a lot from your classes and everything a lot of the basic fundamentals but then you'll learn that in a job or in an internship that like even though like maybe you'll use some of the material you'll learn at some point mm-hmm. I feel like that you kind of start from scratch whenever you're in a new job or whatever because they usually tend to teach you the basic needs for like that specific company because like in my personal experience like I never to learn too much about like auto CAD or like micro station at school really but like mm-hmm. at my job or at my internship that was like what the focus was like I had to do a lot of AutoCAD training micro station training there's a lot of like civil um software industry tools that I had to learn so if you like decide to have a job with a different company just like come in with an open mind know that like a lot of the stuff that you learn in school will probably not be used as much and like you'll probably learn a lot of new things will be useful for like different jobs as well so you definitely get the bigger picture when it comes to like learning from different fields in civil engineering because like for example like if you're in geotech you're probably going to use different tools compared to like if you're in transportation or like water for example so yeah so again like just networking with these companies talking to them or just like having an internship or just like working with them you'll definitely learn a lot of different things about these different fields and what exactly they do like it's not just that you would learn from but school is still important like that's still your number one priority I think another thing is like Mm -hmm. I like getting networking practice I uh, was and kind of am still super bad at like talking about yourself in this like kind of hype professional way of like people are gonna ask you they're gonna ask you like what your interests are they're gonna ask you about like the things you've done, if you have a specific thing on the resume, they're probably going to pick it out and ask you like what you learned from that experience and really like quickly synthesizing information about yourself mm-hmm. is um, a skill that needs to be practiced because I don't think it is practiced a lot. And I remember like even high school, um, like college applications, I think are kind of a similar process of you are asked to really characterize yourself to this absolute stranger in a way mm-hmm. of like, um, you know, what are your experiences and accomplishments and how have they like shaped who you are? And to really get concise with that um, is something that you can, I would recommend practicing a little bit before the career fair, but something that you'll just get a lot of practice with, like feet on the ground, just in the mix. And so like A, definitely recommend going to a career fair to get that practice and get that experience, but B, definitely also have the mindset of like, it's okay to like go to a couple tables and be really bad at trying to (laughs) like explain yourself um 
because it it is like a fall career fair it is um there are a good amount of companies there and just like having that idea in your brain of like it's okay to kind of not be your most like on it like passing out the resume self for for some companies yeah. that's not going to like impact your your career pathway is it a, a safe place almost to fail in mm-hmm. in some sense yeah. as well yeah. For sure, because like this is a learning process, and like yeah, yeah. going to the career fair is such a great way to branch out and you know like exert yourself out there and learn, like practice your social mm-hmm. skills, talking to others, mm-hmm. and like company how to you know lingo and all that stuff. And so like going back to how they nitpick how they on your like resume and stuff like that, it's it's real, it's a real pain. But I think personally, the most common question that I was asked for companies was what's your favorite class and why for Mm -hmm. engineering? So like definitely have something like that prepared because it could be a possible question. And it's a really hard question, believe it or not, because you're on the spot. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, because you're on the spot and you're just like, um, I like engineering principles. (laughs) And low-key, I'd be forgetting my classes sometimes. Yeah. (laughs) I'm like, um, I like engineering. And something I also want to bring up is like, as someone who's now planning the career for this year, it's like companies want to be here uh, we reach out to them but they are excited to come and they're excited mm-hmm. to meet all of you all of the the students coming because ultimately like you and us as engineers are like the next wave of the workforce and so just knowing that like treat it as a conversation all of these people or a majority of them used to be and even maybe recently were undergrads um, at some point and like went through their career fair process and a lot of them are excited <laughs> to be in the professional world and like so they really get it. Shepherd, uh-huh. Yeah, shepherd the next like generation of engineers. And so like understand that like these people want to talk to you and like they truly like, you know, want to hear about yourself and your interests. And so like just treating it as a conversation with someone new and like that, like they, knowing that they want to be there and that you kind of have the right and deserve to hold that space and you're not like wasting their time or anything um, is something that I really think people should come in like holding close to them. Very understanding and like, you know, they have probably gone through the same process so they're mm-hmm. like you know it's okay don't don't get nervous on the spot because you know they probably went through the same thing and look at them mm-hmm. now they're like successful and all that yeah and also personally I do have a lot of trouble talking about myself in such a professional manner when you're like in, like going into a professional setting and now you have to like act your best self it can definitely put a lot of pressure on you first of all but just know like you'll be fine like these companies are not here to like bite you or anything they're here because they want to meet new people and they want to like they want you to also learn from them and learn what they do like there's no like pressure to be like your best self even though it is like nice to be able to network with these companies professionally yeah like from a personal story I didn't get my internship from a career fair but it was really really nice to talk to the companies and you know have some insights of what companies do, how they do it, what the process is. I think definitely researching the company beforehand is important because like you said, Erica, in your internship, you had to learn AutoCAD and all that stuff. So you don't necessarily have to learn that now, but definitely being aware of what they use on software and all that, I feel like is important and it's going to really impress them if you talk to that about like what they use and stuff in definitely yeah when I was asking around I remember because like one of the reasons why like I got my internship was just because I had some familiarity with AutoCAD but definitely like if you emphasize 
stuff that they're looking for like on your resume or in your interview or something they will like it because I remember from my um, company uh, they interviewed me they talked a little bit about AutoCAD and then like a lot of those in the, like industry software tools so I remember I went into robotics for a little bit and I talked about how I use AutoCAD for robotics even though like the AutoCAD I use for robotics is different from like the AutoCAD I used um at my company, it was still AutoCAD. So it was nice having that exposure. And um, oh yeah, I also talked about this one class I took, spatial data analysis. I'm not sure if you guys took that class ECI yet. It was, yeah, it was such a fun class, honestly. Like, um, I remember, yeah, I took it over COVID, a quarantine. And like, I just remember doing all the projects and everything. So that was like actually like my first like real exposure to like AutoCAD and like civil engineering um, yeah, I remember, setting. Like- Mm-hmm. immediately after I finished like took the final for that course like, I put like AutoCAD RStudio ArcGIS like on the yes. literally like that's that's literally how I like started knowing like these things exist like GIS too yeah. like I didn't know that existed until like um yeah in that class RStudio as well so it was nice also like just put like putting it out there that like um I had some experience in these classes and it's by the way it's okay to mention like the stuff that you do in your classes like during your interviews or even in your resume just because like these classes are meant to give you experience in like some like subject areas so like if you feel like that you don't have a lot of extracurriculars, I think you'll be fine. Like you can still say things about your classes. There's so much you can talk about. Some people are just looking for like good conversational skills or like just like someone who's enthusiastic. Because before I got my internship, I honestly did not have that much experience. My GPA was not the best, I'm gonna say. But like, uh, like I talked to some people at the career fair at, for my company and then they like my enthusiasm and the thing is that even though I didn't have that much experience I was like willing to learn I was willing to talk to them and I even reached out to them after followed up and everything because of that it, like everything worked out I ended up getting my internship I learned more I had more experience for my future in school and like just my future job so yeah so definitely like everything will be okay even if you don't have experience or like you feel like you're not like ready for it like it's good to just give it a try see how like see how the career fair is like seeing how these companies are like is always like a good thing to try yeah Yeah, I um did actually end up getting my internship Mm -hmm. through the previous career fair that ASE hosted for mid-pack like I mentioned a little bit earlier Mm -hmm. um and it was so incredible to have that internship experience I learned so much over the summer um but I also want to note that like after my first year I didn't have an internship um I like worked a different job over the summer which was also like really valuable and I think sometimes it's really easy to get like caught up in the like internship grind because I know I, I heard a lot too since the um career fair that I got my internship at was spring quarter which I think is pretty late honestly because I have been told over and over again like January you like gotta start like working at the company so I remember like over winter break I was sending out resume after resume like cover letter after cover my notion was just like this mess of like task list oh my god (laughs) because like I was like I need to do in the first couple weeks before like classes pick up so I can like secure this internship and like kind of thinking about it in this checkboxy way and I remember like actually Cindy talking to you in differential equations we were both like oh my god like how like how can we get these internships and and really stressing it out because it it feels like this long road of like just Mm -hmm. no responses and it it, it's kind of like defeating 
my self-esteem was so low right when I was like sure. applying for internships I was like damn and, you know, none of these companies want me does nobody want me I was so sad yeah. but like you know like think, we'll be fine <laughs> yeah and there's that aspect of like you need like having to be like oh like this is why you should hire me and then you get no mm-hmm. response and you're like oh exactly. god like these I, companies don't like me because like, <laughs> I spent all that effort to talk about myself and only for them to ghost me you know yeah but I, I <laughs> think that's good about an in-person career fair like I actually even like I think if I didn't get an internship from that career fair it was really helpful to put faces to these like faceless companies that I was just like mm-hmm. emailing and applying to online and and to really like be able to talk about myself and be able to talk to them and ask them questions and like make it seem a little more real because I think like having it just like be this list of applications made it just seem more like intern like an internship needed to be something that I did rather than like I am doing an internship because I'm interested mm-hmm. in like learning yeah. about what this company does and like really reframing it as this learning opportunity um I think just having an in-person career fair to talk to someone face-to-face is really helpful for that because that was also my first career fair um in person because the other ones I had been to like the last one we hosted um for the Chi Epsilon AC collaboration was a virtual career fair because it was still pretty like in the depths of covid um Hmm. and that was a different experience because you were kind of in a breakout room alone with a recruiter so it felt a little bit more like an interview um which had some like different pluses and minuses because um, you did have an opportunity to like really sit down and talk with someone a little more. Um, but like getting that in-person experience, I think was really, really cool um, and did end up um, come, having an internship come out of it, which was mm-hmm. exciting yeah. as well. Um, so that's just a little bit of like a personal story um, with my internship in the career fair, but also just like a reminder that like, A, I think talking to some people, because recruiters are just like, you know, real people, um, how that can hopefully lift some people out of their like resume tunnel vision stress but also just keeping the mindset of like I think everything you do if you do it like mindfully and intentionally you're gonna get something out of it and to Mm -hmm. not um like use this as this like masochistic opportunity to be like everyone else is getting these opportunities and like why can't I do this every step you take towards this is going to be really helpful um, and every step you take in your learning experience, even if it seems like it's not fruitful, um, is going to be adding to your career experience, to your college experience. Um, so just a little bit of like, ah, oh, like everyone, I think mm-hmm. after this episode should take like update their resumes, submit their resumes on the online form, but then like take a take a deep breath in, take a deep breath out, um, and just knowing that like you're doing some good good things for uh, thinking about the future no matter what, even if you just like are at the baseline just going to show up and, and walk around a little bit and... especially like going in with a positive mindset that's mm-hmm. super important you can't like be like oh I know company's gonna want me because I don't have this and this compared to this person mm-hmm. like you can't be comparing yourself to others as well so definitely that would also down your hype for yourself which is mm-hmm. bad but yeah definitely going in person is more humanizing for the companies which is personally easier to make you talk to because you're not just basing it off a paper a piece of paper that you submit online yeah you're you're learning more about the company in person and like characteristics of the people that work there and if you're going to fit in or not if you like the atmosphere but yeah definitely a positive mindset is super important and you know don't compare (laughs) 
Vinny, you totally get me because I was about to say the exact same thing. Yeah, I wanted to um, tell people that like it's really easy to fall under the pressure of just seeing other people get all of these opportunities, seeing all of these people like just do all of these things. Like even with like clubs and stuff, maybe you'll see people in a bunch of civil engineering clubs or like having these internships, jobs, whatever. But like do like do what you think is good for you. Do um like don't take on too much if you don't think you can take it easy on yourself and like I understand it's so easy to fall under the pressure of being like oh but this person's doing that why am I not doing that because like even last year I even felt it where like um so like like Frisia I also got my um internship kind of late in the game I got my internship around spring quarter as well but I, yeah, I remember like before that though like I would see all of these people being like oh yeah I have an internship or like I'm doing something over the summer because at that time, I didn't have an internship or anything like that, or I didn't like feel like I had anything under my belt. So I was, I was pretty upset to seeing that like all of these people, even though like I was happy for them, I was upset seeing that like, I didn't know why I wasn't able to like, be as good as them or be as smart as them or have as much experience as them because like, what are they doing that I'm not pretty much but like again it's no pressure I feel like that everyone ends up feeling the same way like honestly where we are like in college everyone's kind of here to learn and like but yeah I just know that everyone's like everyone here has different goals everyone here is here to do something different obviously it's good to like try to strive for like an internship or like whatever your career goals are but again don't fall under like the pressure of seeing everyone else doing something so you have to do it too I agree like sharing my suffering with Frisia in math and really like, <laughs> oh my god oh it was you so... like sit down and lecture be like yeah I'm yeah. so done <laughs> like the, the, yeah. the first or couple last couple weeks we were like oh my god we applied to oh five we haven't heard from any of them yet but definitely expressing with a friend and seeing how you know someone else another girl boss is like not getting these <laughs> yeah. as well and I was like oh my god so it made me feel better I was like okay, mm-hmm. okay. yeah and I was like okay it's not you know an individual problem it's a yeah Davis problem you know what's nice about Davis is I feel like that everyone likes to help each other out so obviously like with stuff like this it is always nice to talk to your peers ask them for tips and stuff this is kind of like what we're doing right now like Brigia is our Peer, we love her. She's our best friend. Aww. And right now, we're pretty much like just exchanging tips and on like stories on how we got our internships. So it's obviously nice to ask your friends, your classmates, like their personal stories or like how they achieved certain things or like you can ask them for advice. And maybe you have like advice to give on your own. So like definitely like utilize your friends because honestly, like everyone went through something different. So yeah. It is nice definitely. to have that under your belt. Definitely, yeah. I think we are probably coming to the end of our time, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. But before we wrap up, I would like to do a couple like tips and tricks. Um, definitely, actually, that reminded me. Uh, have some people look over your resume, so it's not just you. It could be yourself. Just like give it a bit of time. I think to like sit and come back to it. I know, like even planning the career for, I hadn't checked my resume until the resume workshop that Wedding Turner hosted, and it was was dusty it was old it needed some updated uh updating so definitely doing that before the fair and make sure, sure to submit that um and then like when you're at the career fair um some things I learned from like my first time going definitely not like a career fair veteran in any way but um um trying to get like close off something by getting someone's contact information 
just a way so that you can follow up um, because a career fair is a great way to be like, hey, as an opener, like, hey, like we met at the career fair and then like you can go into whatever you're going to say. And so that's kind of just like a good way to segue. Um, I think another thing is like, I worry a lot about like, oh, like how do I say the things that I want to say in like a flowy way? Um, And so like bringing your resume, um, since I had all my contact information on it, um, I was like, really stressing out I was like how do I give them my resume do I just like hand it like I I was overthinking this way too much but um just being like oh hey like can I give you my resume is like a way like it has all my contact information or like um treating it as like a vessel to um you know maybe have some like communication in the future um having that pathway of communication whether it's you get their contact information or they get yours is really important um, to have the career fair as a jumping off point, not like the only event so that you can like talk to these recruiters in the future. Um, and then like just a final like renote, I just really want to like hammer in the mindset of like all of you guys got this, whether it's your first career fair, whether you're a senior and it's like your last uh, or, like, or like you're like fourth <laughs> or fifth or um, there's going to be something there for everyone. Um, and it should be a really, really fun time. And so, yeah, hope to see everyone there. Um, I think ACE and Chi Epsilon will both also have tables there to be talking um, as just a touch point for both the students and the companies. So definitely drop by and say hi. Um, I will be there. Some of our experiences, I hope there are some takeaways from them and learning about how to function when talking to companies and all that stuff. But I just want to thank a huge thank you for Frisia for her time and knowledge and letting everyone know about the career fair logistics and all that. But yeah, I just, for coming to an end, did you want to say anything, Erica? Um, no, I was going to say the same thing, but you, again, like, you can read my mind. Frisia, thank you so much for coming in. You literally, like, even though you, like, have so much, like, great advice to give related to civil engineering, you're also our great friend. So thank you so much again for coming in and just, like, um, spending your time to talk to us about the career fair and everything. And, I wanna, and I'm so excited to see you at the career fair and just seeing, what, like, all the work that you've done. Like, she spent, like, most of the summer and even before <laughs> the summer working at the career fair. Like, and I respect her so much. So, like, again, thank you for all the work that you do, Frisia. Oh, thank you. Thank you for having mm-hmm. me on. I also definitely want to give a shout-out to um, the career fair team that it definitely like was not just me planning this oh, yeah. year. Um, Caitlin, our president, and then also mm-hmm. Evelyn and Urban from Chi Epsilon um, have been just incredible uh, planning. So definitely like mm-hmm. want to uh, like note that I did mm-hmm. not um, plan this one-handed. I could not have done it um, without um, the whole team. But yeah, thank you so much for having me on. Um, I look forward to seeing hopefully both of you at the career fair. Um, and yes. I also look forward to hearing you guys' next episode the rest of the season. I'm very excited. Um, I'm so excited too. Yeah, <laughs> thank you so much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thank you so much, Frisia, honestly. So thank you guys for tuning in to this week's podcast. And definitely make sure to t- check out the career fair, which is October 20th through 21st. And bring your resume copies. So thank you for tuning in to Let's, Let's Get, get Civil.